mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm the attorney, Brooke Brigham. And this is our continued coverage of Sister Wives, our Sister Wives Rewind. This is season three, episode four, The Four Lives of Cody Brown. And this was a really interesting episode. Very, very interesting. And you know, I always love it on a sitcom when they go Monday, Monday morning, (laughs) Tuesday, Tuesday night. I love a timestamp. I really do. Um, And and I also, as I was looking at my notes, you know, instead of talking about this is what happened then, this is what happens then, I kind of go on some weird tangents (laughs) (laughs) about things, about, you know, my own and, and, you know, my own... um, I don't know how to even explain it, but uh, we'll 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 see when we get yeah, there. This, but this family, my God, they're interesting. It's uh, yeah. a lot a lot of layers here with this one. And then I was also going to because I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw some interesting things. So I was like, oh yeah, I got to write down this gossip that I saw, but then I forgot and. Yeah. Well, so hopefully you wrote some things. Yeah, down. I had a couple things um, I saved from um, Instagram. Some things that Gwen had said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So <clears throat> this episode is kind of all about how hard this all is on yes, Cody. It's all very hard. And there's something weird going on with his hair. Did you notice that the back of his hair, it looked like it was either wet or it was greasy? Like the top part is dry mm-hmm. and he really needs a haircut. Like his hair is just. He probably hasn't found a hairstylist in I, Vegas I don't yet. think so. He really needs a haircut. His hair is crazy. And then the bottom part of it, it looks wet mm. in, you know, multiple scenes. So hmm. I was very distracted by that. Oh, I didn't notice his hair at all. Huh. I don't know. Well, now I have to go back and watch all that. Well, that's okay. Take my word for it. Yes. Well, but you know what was interesting is the way they structured this, Mm -hmm. where they have 
you know, they have this, um, these interviews with Cody and he talks about, you know, Vegas has really been a challenge. And, you know, then we have these scenes. He's like, you know, I'm really having a hard time managing my time. And, you know, once upon a time when we all lived in this big house, all the kids had access to me and, and then he had access to all the other kids. And we see him right in his car and mm -hmm. I'm living out of my suitcase. And we sort of see the beginnings of this. And then we see the, uh, the, the words on the screen, the four lives of Cody Brown. And then we see dun, 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 Monday, Christine's house. <laughs> Monday morning. Or um, no, it wasn't even morning. It, no, it wasn't. It was, they were getting ready to go out to dinner. Yes. At uh, Lindo Michoacan. Yes, yes. So this is my theory. They were there for the clotta ring ceremony. And mm -hmm. Co Cody said, ooh, kids eat free. <laughs> yeah, we need to come back here. I have to come back here. It's Christine's night. She and I aren't getting along so this is family night. Yeah. <laughs> Kids eat well, free. I noticed. We need to come back here. I noticed that just in general, I always feel like, and later in the episode when they all get together for this the big announcement, it's also at Christine's house. Why are all the big events and the things happening on her nights? Yeah, that is. Oh, you know what? You're right. You yeah. are right. She hardly got any time, you know? Uh-huh. She didn't. She didn't. And, um... Yeah, and so, but before they get there, you know, yeah, part of Cody's diatribe of, you know, talking about his life is he's talking about, you know, Abraham and Moses oh, had God. two wives, but we don't know how many tents they had. And David, he had like eight wives, and we don't know how many palaces he had. So I guess he's, you know, talking about he doesn't, does he feel like he's not doing polygamy right because they're in multiple houses or something? I don't know enough about religion or the Bible to even know, did all of these people really have multiple wives? I don't know. Lives? I have no idea. But why is he so, why is he worried about it? Well, because he doesn't know, this is the first time I guess he's never had to negotiate these things. But yeah. again, we've read your book and in your book, apparently Janelle lived on her own for a yes. while, right? It's and not then, like, this yeah. has not been the first time we've had to negotiate this before, Cody. Yeah, the wives have lived in separate homes before. And also Robin, for a period of time, didn't even live in, you know, right. in the same town. So Right. And when they were in You've been Utah, down this road. When they were in Utah, like before and after the wedding, yeah, Robin was in a different place. I don't know how close it was to their house, but... Yeah. So I, I don't quite understand what this, this whole thing is about. And so why do you need to know what abraham did are you worried like wonder how many miles abraham put on his lexus between <laughs> all of his wives well, yeah I, I i have to say it it did kind of make me sad to realize that the kids and the wives mm -hmm. but mostly the kids yeah they only see their dad every four days yeah. um you know, and they're used to seeing him every day. Yeah. So that seems that was kind of sad and really sad for the wives, too. I mean, because when they were in that one big house, it seemed like he just was always going, even though he'd sleep in a different wife's bedroom every night. Yeah. But he yeah. was during the day. It feels like he was just all over that house. Yes. Know, just going from place to place. And he could say goodnight to everybody and. Yeah. Well, I think he was also gone a lot during the day, right? I assume he was at work. I guess. I mean, hopefully he was know. at work. God knows what we he was doing. We need more information on that job that he had. <sighs> yeah. Salesman job. That salesman job. But 
this is what I think is so interesting. So they're all gathering together. They all go to the restaurant where kids eat free. And, um, you know, this is what I think is so interesting. So they're all going through the restaurant and Christine keeps saying, keep your hands to yourself, keep your hands to yourself, keep your hands to yourself. I don't think I've ever had to say that to my son. Have you ever had to say to Layla, keep your hands to no, yourself, keep your hands? Like, absolutely not. I've never had to say to my son, like, keep your hands. To, my son would, has never, ever felt the great need to touch other people. Yeah. What would they be touching? I don't know. People's but I guess there's chairs or because they're just walking through the restaurant to their table. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, but I and I don't know if it's in maybe because we have only only children. So they don't feel great needs to touch other people and their things. But I've never had to tell my son, like, lookings with your eyes or, mm. you know, any of that. He's never, ever touched someone in <laughs> no. oddly or inappropriately well, or grabbed at someone or yeah, I, anything. Maybe that was directed at one person specifically. I don't know. Well, yeah, know. she she did have to correct someone else. And then this was another thing was that, um, well, this is. We learn about we Hunter. We then see Hunter tells us about his summer. He's going to be hanging out with his friends and making money at the ranch. And then this is another thing. We see someone them making tableside guac. We don't have anything like that here. I've never seen that. Very upsetting. Never seen that. I don't think I have ever been anywhere where they've made me tableside guac. And I feel very just ripped off by life <laughs> well, i wonder if that's a thing at that restaurant or they just did it for the browns no there's so many of them i think it's a thing i think a lot of places have tableside guac i just don't think they do it that much in california yeah. this is my theory maybe because i think we have guacamole everywhere i think here it's a little bit of like you've got to be kidding me you want me to make tableside guac here yeah guac i mean uh avocados guacamole it's sort of a staple of the yes. california diet it's not a like a big not a big ordeal. So I just feel like restaurants here would be like, you've got to be kidding me here. You want me to make guacamole for you? Yeah. Anyway, I was just so excited about that. But that was that other thing, too, because did you hear Christine say to Isabel? Isabel. Oh, yeah. Because Isabel she was, was right, right up, up on, on that. Yeah. She on the guac right guy. Right up on him. <laughs> and I think the guac guy was like, listen. It's like, I got a knife. I'm working with a knife here. <laughs> so maybe the, maybe maybe all that keep your hands to yourself thing is an Isabel issue. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Isabel doesn't know how to um, not touch things. I don't know. Anyway, she's curious. Yes. Anyway. So that's what I observed, but yeah. Yeah. So they're having a, you know, they're having a great old time having the great meal. And then they, they're, they have these desserts in front of yes, them. But yes. But before they can eat dessert, and I don't even know what dessert, it wasn't flan. What no, des- one was a flan. Was it? Maddie's was a flan. The rest, I was desperately trying to figure yeah, out what the what hell they were. what other desserts do they have at Mexican restaurants well, besides Well, oh, there were a flan. lot of things with cherries and whipped cream oh. and things that look like some kind of weird fruit empanada something. Oh. But I do... I don't know if you have more, but I do want to talk about Cody's speech. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what's coming up next is his speech. Yes. So, yeah, he gets up to make a big speech. And Leon is trying not to laugh. <laughs> I think Leon and Maddie are looking at each other trying not to laugh. But mm-hmm. anyway, what did you take away from this uh, speech? Okay. I'm going to tell you what Cody's speech was. Oh, okay. This is what Cody's speech was. This is it. I'm going to break it down for you because I'm not going to write out the speech. This is what it was. Okay. Cody's basically said this, Leon, you have a concern because your concern is actually a reality. 
also have that same concern that you have. And, and you know why? Because I also see it as a reality. And I, too, want it to no longer be a reality by the time you go off to college. That's exactly what he just said. Leon, you want to be in the houses and you all want to be living together. And I hear you because that is the truth. Mm-hmm. I, too, want that. That was the speech. It was the dumbest <laughs> speech known to man because it wasn't inspirational. Like, no. and this is my and I believe that together as a family, we can make this happen. It wasn't that speech. It wasn't that it wasn't like, I hear you, Leon, and I know how hard this is for you and us as us as a family. And I'm hearing all of you and we are working as hard as we can to make that happen. That's not what he said. Or it wasn't that. Well, he said my greatest desire is to be in one place. Yes. At, which is what Leon's greatest desire is. Too. Right. Basically, what you're saying is, I hear you, mm-hmm. and I, too, agree with you. That's not a speech. That's just a, I agree with you. That's uh-huh. not a speech. Well, yeah, I guess he was just, he had to say something. I'm sure the producers told him, you know, get up and say something about the theme of this this episode. Yes. Which is, yeah, he it's hard for him. It's hard for everybody mm-hmm. not being all together and being so spread out. So yes. He had to, that's the best he could come up with. Well, but why can't he just say what you just said, which is this is incredibly difficult for all of us. Mm-hmm. I hear you, Leon. This is very, very hard. I can imagine it's hard for all of you. This is difficult. You know, I hear you. Let's this hang is, together. Let's we'll hang together. Let's be together. together. Let's find ways to yeah. solve this particular problem. Right. This is what we are working towards. Mm-hmm. This is what we're working on. And yes, let's make it a goal that by the time you go off to college, that we are in these houses. That is a great yeah. goal to work on. Could that's he, not what he said. He said it was like, with words. It was the worst speech. <laughs> that's why. That's why I broke what it down. What did you expect? That's why I broke it down like that. Like. <laughs> You have a concern. I'm going to agree with you on that concern because it's a reality. I mean, it was just like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It was like, let's just, what are the facts of your speech? That was the facts of your speech. No, it was a terrible speech. And then at the end, you know, everyone just kind of went, I don't know. But no. And then at the end, he said, so that's the toast. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) had a drink in their hand. And everyone's like, yay. And then I think it was Aurora. She she pipes up and she says i love you Ugh. and um he's like i love you too and then this i i'm sure you noticed this too and then as they're leaving the restaurant and he says so it's christine's night he says i'm going to christine's house so if any of christine's if you're not one of christine's kids you need to say good night to me now literally nobody said goodbye yeah. to him except for aurora brianna and dayton yeah. who have been trained they all go up to him. He hugs the two girls, kisses them both on the lips. Yeah. And hugs Dayton. And then he's over there in the car rubbing Robin's belly. Everyone else is yeah. just kind of like, bye, you know, yeah. like getting in the car and walking away. Yeah. I think Hunter was in the car with Robin, like kind of looking at the two of yeah, them like, going this like, is gross. can we go? Yeah. Like, I got to get home. Yeah. He's like rubbing her stomach, you know, because she's pregnant and whatever. I mean, no one likes you that much. Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Robin and her kids. <laughs> They're the only ones that like you. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to Christine's house 
And like I said, these events always seem to fall on her night. Yeah. And oh, one thing they said in the interviews, which I thought was interesting, was they said they talked about when they were in Utah, like the family functions, they would all keep hanging out and they don't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Right. Which I kind of feel like yeah. that must be it's really sad. Hard. And I do feel for Leon because Leon must have to go home yeah. alone yeah. with Mary. Um, and then I thought this was very interesting because this is when Janelle says, she says, you know, this is where I, la- this is when I allow my mind to wander and play tricks on me when Cody's away thinking about how much more fun he's having somewhere else. And I'm like, really, Janelle, you of all people, yeah. I didn't think that you ever, I didn't think she thought about that. Yeah. That surprised me. Anyway, keep going. That really surprised me. Yeah. So he goes to Christine's and then we cut to Christine saying in an interview that Cody is not equal with his time. Mm. He caters to Robin and her kids needs Ooh. and he spends all his time building up their relationship when Cody and Christine's relationship isn't that great. Yes. And she says she doesn't blame Robin, that Robin is great. And I'm just like, it's okay to blame Robin, Christine. She is the... She she is mm-hmm. part of this, you know, um, and so, yeah, they show Cody and um, Christine like, well, oh, and then another thing she said that I thought was kind of sad. She said, well, it's just a choice that I have to make to be happy, to be OK again. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure someone told her that. I'm sure Cody told her, you know, it's your choice to not be happy. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. You, you can choose to be happy. That sounds like something he would say. And it's like, Cody, it's not that easy. Like, you are not making her, ha- you are not fulfilling mm-hmm. her needs. And that's why she's not happy. Why do you think she does? She's saying, I don't blame Robin, but you're saying she has the right to blame Robin. I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I don't know if blame is the right word. But I feel like she's trying to distance herself from, like, trying to accuse Robin of being part of the problem. But mm-hmm. Robin is part of the problem. He is he is catering to her needs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she expects certain things of Cody that Cody is trying to give her that. But maybe he doesn't really have the the time to mm-hmm. give to her. Like, if he's really, truly going to be equal, mm-hmm. you know, he has all these other kids and wives to worry about. Yeah. And he's not, like she just said, he's not being equal with his time. Yeah. And well, s- but that's also, right, this is a, it's a math, it becomes like a math question, really, because right. the problem is, is that you have three wives, you know, Four. that's, you get, well, hold on, but if you, it, when it was just three wives, mm-hmm. you each get a third of the time. Once right. you become fours, you get a fourth of the time. It mm-hmm. just, Robin's presence, you're right. It's got nothing to do with Robin, her her person, but it's got right. to do with the fact that you you go you go from a third to a fourth. Exactly. And that alone meant that alone less, is a lot. Less time. Right. So you're right. Yeah. It's not about blaming Robin the person, it's blaming Robin the wife, the situation. The situation. Yeah. She's basically saying that she's not okay with that he took on another wife. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Um and but he's not being very empathetic about the fact that it's got nothing to do with. And this is, you know, and this has always been this issue is, is that it sounds like, and we saw this in season 17, is every time she's brought this to him, she's always come at it from this place of it's the time and the fact that you brought on this fourth wife. And he's always gotten it stuck in his head of like, it's about Robin. It's about Robin. Mm-hmm. It's about Robin. And I think she's always been like, it's got nothing to do with Robin. Right. It's got to do with the fact that I went from right. one third to one fourth. Right. And then also had to watch him being happier with Robin. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Not really. I mean, because you can even see it in this episode. Like, I was really focused on, you know, the hugging and kissing. Yeah. You know, like... There's a lot of it. There's a lot of hugging and kissing. But, like, when he kisses Christine, he never hugs her. He Mm -hmm. just sort of, like, leans in for a quick kiss. But, like, when he sees... Uh, Robin or even Mary. Yeah. Like full on, full body embrace, you know, full on kiss, hug, everything. It's very, very different. Yeah. And the body language of all of this is is pretty obvious. And um, and then Christine says that she doesn't care anymore whether it's perfect or it's what he wants. It's just so much work. I mean, mm. she just is exasperated in this um, episode. You yeah. Know? She's just so unhappy and so exasperated. Like, she, it was it was hard to watch, honestly. Yeah. And then they, they cut to um, Cody reading a book called Change to the Way You See Everything. <laughs> and so I looked that up on Amazon. Mm. <laughs> And it's sort of like a positive psychology type book. Interesting. They have this philosophy of asset-based thinking. Where oh. you're, you know, you're supposed to focus like on what you do have and not what you don't have. Interesting. So, do well, you, think Cody, maybe, you think Cody finished the book? I don't know how far into it. <laughs> I, I can't, can't. I remember seeing the title. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how far he was into it. But I, I do either. think it was interesting when they were doing their prayers <clears throat> mm-hmm. that they prayed for. He prayed for. Um, I love how these prayers are not just like we pray for, you know, health and happiness for our family. It's like we need a good home loan. We need <laughs> yeah, like, very a good, you know, we need uh, four houses and a and a <laughs> and, and a decent mortgage and a decent mortgage, you know, good down payment, low, <laughs> good financing. I didn't know this is what we're praying for now, but okay. Yeah. No, he wants to get everybody, yeah, he's praying that they all get back in one big home. But this is the other thing is what I feel so terrible about is how how far into this marriage with Robin are we? Like, she's already this fed up. Yeah. Christine, well, it's been what? Six so months? It's only been, so they were, okay, from the time Robin, well, there was the 10-month engagement. Yes, the infamous then then it was 10 months that they had been married when they moved to Las Vegas, I believe. Was it that long? Really? I think so. Because I remember when they said it was 10 months, they were in Las Vegas, they were ready to get pregnant. So we're, we're talking about, like, at the most, two years? Not Probably not even two years. Yeah, so she's, you less know, than two, two years, years. Two years, less than two years into the situation, and she's already, like, I'm giving she's up. She's giving I don't up, care. yeah. I mean, that's... That's Oof. not so, not you know, good. by the time she's on that porch, just like nodding her head at Cody, she's like <laughs> done. Oh, that, she is done. So she's been done. She's been mentally done a long time ago. And I think the only reason she stayed that long, she said, Janelle told her, you cannot leave until you mm-hmm. have yourself financially yeah. set up. So she hustled. She did all that LuLaRoe. Yeah. Um, Plexus. Whatever she had to do. She saved her money. And then she's like, OK, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then Cody, of course, leaves first thing in the morning. Yeah, so this so was my question. They so don't now we have got, that much time. Yeah, so now we're on to Tuesday morning, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes downstairs, and my thought was, 
Do you think this is the first time they're seeing each other? Do you think she had been up and out with Truly oh, early? Or you think they totally you think he he she's she got out of bed with Truly and has been dealing with kids and that this he's like he's now ready. I'm up, showered, he's, ready to exactly. go. And he's like, Okay, bye, gotta uh, go, gotta yeah. go. Because he's running to Robbins. He did not running. Yeah. He's not even had coffee. Oh, they can't drink coffee. He hasn't even had yeah. juice yet. He hasn't he he did not help in the morning because yeah, he he they would have shown that if he was up helping you know, getting mm-hmm. the kids ready for school or do whatever, they would have shown that. No, yeah. he he woke up probably after Christine had woken up very early with the baby. Mm-hmm. And then when he got up, he got in the shower, packed up his bags and he's coming down the stairs. Yeah. And barely kisses her goodbye. Yeah. OK, got to go. Got to go. Yeah. Bye, bye. And boy, he hightails it over to Robin. Oh, yeah. Because they've got to get that ultrasound. Yeah. And they've got Leon there to babysit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, Lordy. And yeah. they're right over to take, um, to get Robin to get the ultrasound. Yeah. Um, I kind of fast forwarded a little bit. Through yeah. This. Well, no, like, it was just the whole see. thing. It was just like, they tell, oh, the, they got to tell the nurse yeah, about the wives. About the 17 and, children. Yes. And they're all just kind of like, whatever. And, you know, I love this thing about how they can't, they can't just tell people about that. They have to have a big announcement. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you have a family group text or something? You can just, it's a boy. Yeah. Like, I guess they're doing it for TV, no. but I don't know. I have a feeling they do this regardless. Well, and then we see it's like, so I guess this is Robin's day. So we see these split cup cuts of like the girl, bunch of girls are bouncing in the backyard on the um, trampoline. And then we, hear from robin about how all the kids raid her house for food and i guess that upsets her i think that whole thing about yeah she's trying to make it look like she like all these kids are at her house all the time and she's mm-hmm. taking care of all these kids i don't believe that so what do you think it was just I some shot her of- oh i think they brought the kids over they, they had to have some theme of mm-hmm. robin's day mm-hmm. you know what what is robin's day going to be about and so they made it about you know that yeah, she's just got all these kids at her house. And th- no, it's not like that every day. Yeah. You know, we all know that she never took care of anybody's kids and no one ever took care of her kids. She had nannies all the time. And yeah. Yeah. And then Cody's like, Robin has her hands full. And then Robin says, Cody is always, always, always helping. Yes. Which was very interesting since he didn't seem to help Christine at he all. He didn't help Christine at all. He does, you know, he's washing dishes and. Helping her with the kids and all that. Well, and then we see them sit down for dinner. And this was the weirdest meal I had ever seen in my entire life. I'm like looking at this dinner. So it's this tiny, five of them are sitting around this. It feels like a very small round table. They've pushed everything into the middle. Mm -hmm. Robin is holding on to Cody for dear life, like holding him. And they've got like all of these cups that look like it has soda in it with no ice and then jars of what looks like salsa but i think it's tomato sauce but like just in the jar and then maybe salad is there pasta i don't know and just the whole (laughs) meal looked disgusting i mean drop robin is the worst cook i'm sorry of all the meals that we see robin's meals are the most disgusting yeah and then after he prays she gives them big hug and And kiss kiss. yeah like you know oh you're such a good prayer (sighs) that was gross these two yeah these two are just and then um and then uh yeah and then just cody's telling robin about their lives like hey you know you know i cashed in my uh yeah, cashed this in. oh this was yeah he's telling robin about how you know 
cashed in my um was telling the camera yeah cashed in my um retirement and so i'm gonna have to pay taxes on that and then you know we're renting all these places so i can't get taxes on any of that it's just basically telling robin like we're up shit's creek and we have no prospects and i just love how she's just like our lives are falling apart but isn't this great oh yeah and then they cut to her on the couch talking about how her mom and dad's uh, marriage was just a honeymoon experience and janelle goes well that's not realistic (laughs) (laughs) and she's like well yes it is she was acting like such a just a pollyanna Mm. like just a spoiled little kid in this whole scene like talking about how she prioritize prioritizes cody and she gets all her stuff done when he's not there and then she says we sit there and we make each other the priority the, the whole thing where she pre- she she prefaces everything with i'm just sitting here we're just sitting here i'm sitting here thinking uh you know how she always mm-hmm. we're sitting this this thing about sitting we sit there we're sitting here it's in a very annoying, like totally horrible uh, grammar, speech pattern, whatever it is thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. do you notice it? Of course. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just terrible grammar. But what essentially I'm going to break it down to you. Okay. And it's going to be a little crude. What okay. she's saying is this. <laughs> oh, she's God. saying this, ladies, <laughs> when it's my night. <laughs> He's getting fucked. Yeah. I give them a blowjob <laughs> yeah. first. And then... I'm putting on the good underwear yeah. and I'm getting get on my knees. I get, yeah, I get, I get, I don't do much on the dinner. Cause trust me, I'm not even putting, I'm not even putting ice. And I'm not even heating up the pasta sauce from the jar. I'm not even putting ice on that thing, but I'm, I've shaved my legs. Yes. I got waxed. I got waxed. I've shaved my legs. I put on really good underwear for this guy. <laughs> yeah and she's like i've so done the full blow job get I, i'm getting all all inputs <laughs> and um and no and but basically what she's saying is i'm i am no laundry no fussing no, no dishes, chores no nothing. no nothing i am a sweetheart to this man and yeah we we see i take out pictures it's romantic it's it's all of this honeymoon stuff yeah. which is very very easy to do when you're at the honeymoon stage of your marriage yeah which is essentially what janelle's saying which is like yeah you talk know. to me in 20 years or something but, but yeah and then she gives this lecture on the couch about how to have a honeymoon marriage yeah. and you can do it if you just put in the effort and if you just try and she's it's like she's scolding she, without even looking at any of them she, it's mm-hmm. like she's scolding them like if you want a better relationship then you you just need to do all the stuff i'm doing look at me mm-hmm. oh she's insufferable yeah and i'm sure christine's probably just holding on to the couch for dear life oh, not yeah. to rip her eyeballs christine out. is just sitting there looking at her like what the fuck like yeah how did we get here yeah how did we get here how did i go from being you know having what she thought was a great great, easy marriage to this yes (laughs) wow yes yes and that's the other thing about robin that i think is really hard is that there is very little awareness mm-hmm. right so yeah. so that's the part that bothers me we we're talking about this last week when they were at colleen's consignment mm-hmm. which is that whole thing of like do you guys want a minute so you can kiss or you guys want to try out the bed it's a little bit of like you act like you are so special and so aware and you have all this awareness but if you were so aware of your behavior and how you were saying things you wouldn't be saying any of this no you would be keeping 
keeping this all to yourself. Because you're just you, drawing attention to yeah. it. By saying, you, by but you are about shoving it. it in Christine's face and everybody else's face, which is my marriage is so much better than all of your marriages. Right. Let me show yeah, you. I do this and I, do, I that. do this and I do that. And I'm so much better than all of you. And yeah, you know, you, so you really don't have a lot of awareness of it. And you are so stupid <laughs> that you think that you know better, but you, but you're telling us this being married less than a year. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a... She's an expert. It's like, it's like a 20-year-old male person going to the CEO telling them how to run a company. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're it's kind obnoxious. of like, are you insane? It's obnoxious. And I quite frankly don't know how the other wives yeah. put up with it because her constant lecturing about everything and how great she is. Yes. It's, this is the part I don't understand. I really don't. I don't know why... Janelle, I mean, of all people, I could, I would see it as Janelle, why Janelle has not throttled her yet yeah. all this time. Why has Janelle not just... She's an angel. I yeah. don't know. She's... God bless her. Anywho, we're now at Wednesday morning. Robin doesn't feel good. She's got some morning sickness and Cody's there. He doesn't have sweats. And so I'll notice... This morning, he doesn't seem to be no, in, a not, not in a hurry at all. He's not in a hurry at all. Well, now he doesn't have an ultrasound to go to, but <laughs> he doesn't have sweats. So he has to go to Christine's to get sweats. And then he comes back. Robin doesn't want him to be without her. So she makes him do a, a walk with her. She's going walking. He's going jogging. Um, so they go on their run. I'm jog. sure Christine loved that when he just showed up to just grab some sweats so he could go take a walk with Robin. Yeah. She's probably like, what the fuck? Um, and then he kisses Robin goodbye. And then it's Wednesday and it's Mary's night. Oh, but before we, what do we, we get there, Cody had like, a, Cody gave a lecture about how, you know, to be in a successful marriage, you need love and communication oh, right. and blah, 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 blah. Again, all things Cody doesn't. And do. forgiveness. A lot and, of forgiveness. Yeah, a lot of forgiveness. Forgive me for being such a tool. But yeah, he he gave his own lecture, which I didn't like. So that's right. Anyway. And a lot of forgiveness. This was this whole thing talking again about because they do allude to this. His he and Mary went through something I know, a couple years ago. Which, which I want to tell us I what the hell know. this was. What this thing happened? they went through a couple years ago. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Somebody please tell us. <laughs> so Wednesday night is Mary's night. Um, but he's running in. He has a meeting in 10 minutes, in 10 minutes, but he has no clothes and he's late. And he tells us they can't really have jobs because they're polygamists. Well, he says he's going to meet with a lawyer. Yeah. And he needs, and he's asking Mary to help, help him get dressed. I mean, he's just, he's like, he's going through there like a Neanderthal. Yes. You yes, know, of just course. running through the house and God. I mean, just really poor planning for someone who doesn't have a job. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit of like, so your walk jog took longer. You've had all morning yeah. to get ready. You have nothing to do. Well, Br Robin probably gave him a going away yes, blow, blow job. job. <laughs> they didn't expect. <laughs> it took longer, than, it took longer yeah. than he thought. He's like, I can't say no to that. So now I got to gotta. And Mary's a mile away. So he had to go a mile oh, over to Mary. A whole mile? Yes, a Good whole mile. Lord. He doesn't know how David and Goliath. Who were the other people from the Bible? 
Say He's like when God. one of his one of his oh, it was um, Abraham, Abraham and Moses. And so David. I don't know what yeah. happens when one of Abraham's wives gives him a blowjob and then <laughs> he's, he's late, late for, for his family for, meeting, for the lawyer meeting, and then I don't know what happens. So, uh, but yeah, now, but then this, when they say that now they're public and yeah. people know they're polygamists, they can't work regular jobs. And I, my question is, why not? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Nobody gives a shit. Yes. You but apparently you're in Vegas now, so you should probably be able to get a yeah, job. Yeah, you're Plymouth Rock. And this is the part that I don't understand is I can see how Cody would dodge this one and kind of want to do a family business. I don't understand why Janelle didn't kind of take the reins at this point. Yeah, I would say think, I'm getting a job. Yeah, I don't understand why Janelle didn't say, I'm going to get a job. Or this is what I wonder. I wonder if the production company said, listen, we really can't have anything getting in your way. So if you want to go get a job, it, it's got to be kind of like yeah. on the up and up. And and I do wonder if, if one of the reasons why Janelle got so down is if she did try to like apply for a bunch bunch of jobs and each time they were like mm, god production company you know what i mean yeah. and that's what i do wonder and this is the stuff that i wish they would talk about like this is the stuff that i wish they would go back and tell us like is that why you didn't get a job yeah. you know i mean because right. it seems really out of character for her to be dragging her heels right. and going to these meetings and and um because then we have this family meeting that was hilarious to watch because yeah. that was the saddest meeting i've ever but seen But you know i think you're right about the production because i don't think they could have done this show if janelle was working full-time mm -hmm. you know because even like in the last season you know there'd be a lot of times where janelle wasn't there when she was still working mm -hmm. i felt like there was a lot of things where remember when janelle was like well i had to work you know mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean so she was so she was and they were like look if we're going to continue with this everybody's got to be you know able to film all the time be able to do these interviews and i i do think it's probably you know they do film like almost all year round you know because these seasons are back to back and they're kind of mm -hmm. long and um then they have all the interviews and the couch stuff and i'm sure it's hours and hours i'm sure it is like a full-time job yeah i'm sure it is so why don't they just say that why don't they just say mm -hmm. you know don't don't do this thing where you pretend like you can't go out and get a job yeah you could but you're, you're choosing this job this yes. television show is your job yes Yes. Well, yeah. it's the same thing with these housewives, right? That's the problem yeah. with the housewives. They can never, they can't have jobs because being a housewife is a full-time job and all the do filming and then the PR and yeah. all this other kind of stuff. So yeah. maybe that's what happened. But anyway. Anyway, the family meeting. Oh God, this family meeting was so sad. So one of the ideas, Cody's idea, which I, I don't remember hearing this the first time I watched this, was a health-oriented Food he said a company? family food business that's healthy. Was this like their weird Mormon food thing where they like to um, collect food for the end of times? You know how they all oh, have those the, weird the food, pantries, the pantry that, thing. And I don't know. Kind of sounded to me like, or is it maybe something more like a Blue Apron or you oh. know, a food delivery? Health, but it wasn't health. It was healthy food. Healthy food. He said family food business. I don't know what that okay, means. Okay, so not health. Okay, he did say healthy. Oh, he did. Okay, he, he said family food business that's health healthy. Okay, Some, I don't know what that means. That got shot down immediately. Yeah, because that seemed real weird. <laughs> Like I didn't. I no was one like, even. What is well, that? he didn't even explain. Yeah. What, it, what it was. And then, and then Mary's. You know, I really want to work with that at risk youth. This has been her dream. 
And then, of course, Janelle says, resources are not finite, they're limited. Yeah, we've gone from finite to limited. And then she says, we really need more of these meetings. (laughs) Because apparently, and so this is when I thought, okay, there's something off about this. Why is Janelle being so... Not necessarily passive, but it just feels like she just keeps showing up going finances, you know, resources are limited, we need to meet more. But what other ideas do you all have? Like, who's contributing? What's happening here? Well, she said that she she said something about how she had had some ideas that were shot down because when they shoot down Cody's idea. He's uh, he's complaining about Mm -hmm. that. And then she says, well, I've I've contributed a lot of ideas that all got shot down. Mm -hmm. I think she's just kind of she's really just not given up. But, you know, she just seems very checked out like, oh, another one of these um, dumb meetings where nothing gets accomplished and nobody can agree. It seems to me like nobody can agree Mm -hmm. on something that they're all willing to get into. Yeah. And yeah. And then Mary's over here saying she doesn't even want to do, she wants to do at work with at risk youth. And she says she doesn't really know how much time or energy she really has to put into a family business. Yeah. (laughs) And then Robin gets all, you know, weird, um, and this is where, like, Robin is, again, she's just too comfortable. She hasn't been in this family for very long. And she's like, you're trying to not be part of my family. You said we were going to be a family. And it's like, Robin, shut the fuck up, mm. you know? And cause just con- can you contribute anything to this family of mm. any value? I know. I know this is her way of joking. Like, this is her version of sarcasm. But it's a little bit of like, listen, lady, you just got knocked up finances i mean resources <laughs> yes. are limited That's hello right. have you not heard about this now you you've got you brought some new person in who's sucking it out right not contributing and anything. you're not contributing anything and just shut up like and pick something and 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 the thing is is that i would think that it it kind of with these family businesses it kind of doesn't matter what the product is you have to have whomever comes up with the best business plan, the mm-hmm. person who comes up with the most profitable. The, yeah. This is the idea. market for right. it. This is, I've researched it. I've done it. Like this is who we're going to sell it to. This is, this is the most viable thing. I've done the research, but the problem is, is that the four of them, five of them are just like, how about this? How about that? Right. I mean, and hence why we ended up with my sister wife's closet. Yeah. No, nobody's head is really in this. And well, you none know, of them have a business degree except for the only person who really does is Janelle has any kind of business acumen at all but also too okay granted Janelle I think is she's good with family finances we don't even really know what her government job was or the jobs that she's had I don't think she has I think she maybe took some classes in accounting I think she has an AA maybe yeah maybe like an AA Um, we don't really know but, but here's the thing you can be really financially savvy or whatever, which I'm not saying she's financially savvy, but opening a business, starting a business, running a business, having it be profitable. That's a whole nother Mm -hmm. animal. Yeah. And you could be a great financial person and suck at running a business. There's so much. None of these people have the 
experience I or the skills I think to, yeah. to run a business. I mean, that is a really huge endeavor. And um, it's just and they never do start a business yeah. except for that sister wife's closet, which and I really, don't and it isn't it wasn't which, ever technically a business person will tell you it never really was a business. No, no, it wasn't run like a business. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing they tried to do. It didn't make any money, didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. And so, yeah, they act like starting a business is just so easy. It's, it's all you not. need to do is come up with an idea. And that's the other thing. I think a lot of times people think about like, oh, I have a business and I'll, I have an idea and I'm going to start a business. And it's like most businesses are about, how do I describe it? It's like, it's got very little to do with the idea and more to do with like a viable thing. That what's you, in demand. Yeah. That what's in demand. Provide. What, you know, what will people buy? What will make sense? Um, also, it might have nothing to do with anything you've ever thought about or yeah. been passionate about. Like we have some friends who um, they bought a business they, and they just researched like what was the in their area, what mm-hmm. was available, what was a, a good business that was like that they could come in and take and it was like a business that cleaned offices yeah something that has nothing to do with anything that they had been doing before yeah but it was it was proven to be like you know good viable business yeah that that, you know there's always going to be a need for it whatever yeah and it's not about like finding your passion and like that rarely works <laughs> so I'm sorry. But it just rarely works. Yeah. Anyway, they don't even know. They, Oy, they, they have this no, whole thing is just no clue. What it's a mess. Doing. So anyway, um, but what's interesting now is since it's Mary's night, Cody, Mary, and Leah, and they all go out together for a walk to the park. To the park, <laughs> like a you know, like, and this is a very different dynamic mm-hmm. for the three of them. Like, kind of, sort of the dynamic that I have mm-hmm. in my own house with the three of them. So then we see, this is Thursday morning, um, Cody knocks on Leon's door because Mary and Leon are going out of town for a few days. So um, they're going to go out of town. So this is a little bit of this different dynamic. So as opposed to them seeing Cody off, Cody's seeing the two of them off. And I thought that this is, I thought this whole scene, Mm -hmm. I thought this was fascinating. This whole scene where... So Cody knocks on Leon's door and is kind of saying goodbye to him, um, to them. And then we see this where Mary is sitting on her steps and Cody's standing mm-hmm. there in the hallway. We see this very interesting scene between the two of them where Cody tells the story about how, um, you know, this question that comes up, like, Cody, do you ever like wake up in the middle of the night and not kind of know where you are? Mm-hmm. And he tells Mary the story about one time he was sleeping at Robin's and all of a sudden he said something in his sleep where he wakes up and he says, I love you, Mary. Mm. And apparently the next morning, um, Robin said, Oh, what, what were you dreaming about? Like what, were you dreaming about something? And, and he's like, what, what are you talking about? And, and she said, Oh, well, you said, I love you, Mary in the middle of the night. And they laughed. And you know what? This is in this scene. This was like, you can see in the scene. 
their connection, yeah. their relationship. He's so, very affectionate with her in yes. this episode. It, yeah. You could see their connection, their relationship, how they fell in love, mm-hmm. what was going on between the two of them, where that came from. And you could see it on a couple different levels because on the one hand, I think that him telling her that story first really fed her ego, mm-hmm. fed her ego because it was a little bit of this Oh, he thinks about me mm-hmm. even when he when she's in when he's in bed with Robin. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about me. Number one, because I'm the first. Mm-hmm. I also think I know that Ace and Caitlin on their show they're always making fun of this dynamic of Mary being a lesbian and like is she gay for Rob? Right? There's always been this like mm-hmm. thing, but I do think there's always been a little bit of the sexual element with Robin and Mary, and I do think there's some layered piece to this if you want to believe that or not, but maybe not. But I do think there is a little bit of a spark here that she likes about this this control mm-hmm. that she has of like see Robin even even when I'm not there, right? I'm there, and there's this next layer of the fact the two of them are ripping on leon Mm -hmm. so there's this other piece of this is their child they have together we have this teenager together we're they have the longest history we have the longest history and we're ripping on them (laughs) we're making fun of them so we have this whole dynamic on these so many different levels and they're connecting and they're bonding Mm -hmm. and then you see when they go out the way he kissed her and hugged her yeah and like the laughter and the inside jokes and the and the giving each other the like um the devil horns and all of that i was like oh that's that was i was like oh yeah you can see it. Yeah. It's all coming back and to you. And he says that um, he married his soulmate and um, they're in love and they fight like brother and sister. And then he brings up how they got into that rough patch. Which yes. God, which please, please tell, tell us. us what that was. But they worked through it. And so, yeah, knowing all this and seeing all this, it's and then seeing how it all ended and how just cruel he was to her at the end where he refuse to just even visit with her go, go to her house or come over or talk mm-hmm. to her you know he'd see her at family gatherings or whatever but unless he wanted something from her he just acted like she didn't exist and she's just down the street you know what i mean it, like <sighs> i know there was the whole catfish thing or whatever but i thought they got through that and then it seemed like there was more. I don't know. Their relationship is so complicated. Yeah. There's so many things going on there that we don't know about. Yes. Yes. But you see these moments in time where you're like, oh, you see it. It's yeah. very, very clear. Yeah. Very, very clear what's going on there. Yeah. So now it's Thursday morning. It's Janelle's day. <laughs> We're <laughs> heading over to Janelle. Uh, and then he when he he comes in the house and he drops his shit like just right there on the floor and she's like you're just gonna drop that right there and he's like oh well i was gonna take it upstairs <laughs> but i don't know yes but this was kind of it was interesting because at janelle's like it's instantly they kind of go into this like talking about their careers and what they're gonna do now and she's still a little lost poor janelle and you know she goes right into this whole thing about how they center everything around their children. And it is interesting. Their house looks like fun. Like of yeah. all the houses, like that house to me looked like the most fun. Yeah. Well, it's the one meal I would actually want to eat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looked like, it looked like hamburg- a lot of food. Hamburgers. And, and it's so funny. Like little Savannah, I noticed her so much in this um, episode. Like Gabe's got her in a chokehold. <laughs> And then the next minute, she's playing the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So she was, I mean, she had she was like 
four years old. Yeah. And she also, I mean, right. She, there was Logan and then Maddie. And then she had like three big brothers yeah. in between and then her. So she must have been like much like truly kind of feral. Right. But didn't have, you know, she had brothers as opposed to sisters. Right. So she must have been just. Yeah, I mean, I think they obviously were very sweet to her, but she also was very fair. You know, she mm-hmm. was just like this rough and tumble kid. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, to me, of all the of all the households, that's the one I would want to live in. Yeah, me too. Of all of them. And it does look like the funnest and it does look like the one where it was the most lively and definitely the one with the most food. Yeah. You know, like Janelle is really like, yeah, you each get at least more than one hamburger. Yeah, no, she had a big old tray of hamburgers and all the... the uh, all, all the fixings and everything. And yeah, it looked, and it was like everyone was surrounded by the table and it looked fun and it looked, um, yeah, it just looked like it was a good time. So, and then afterwards, which I thought was kind of seemed un Janelle like, was that they were going to go out and look at properties. Oh, see, I thought the, op- I thought the opposite. It was kind of like their idea of alone time is going to look at property. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they both, they wanted to go. Like, I think that, that's the interest that they share of like the finance, anything financial or building, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything for the family that, I mean, they're the, they're the two people who make things happen yes. in the family. I guess I can see that part of it. It's just when she talked about like the big, you know, they're big on manifesting their dreams. I was a little bit like, I didn't think that Janelle was a manifester type. Mm. I felt like Janelle was more of a dollar and cents because one thing about all of this talk that drives me a little bonkers about all of this is, is that they're trying to right now do two things. They need to they need to make money. They need mm-hmm. to find some sort of family business to make money. And then the other thing is they need to get into these four houses. Mm-hmm. And what's driving me crazy is, don't you kind of need to work on the business first? Like, I kind of keep feeling right. like, like pick and I one fe- thing and get that going. Yeah. And I yeah. and I feel like, but I feel like Cody's so focused on, we got to get into these houses. I kind of right. get into these houses. And I keep feeling, feeling, but shouldn't you be trying to make money first right. is it part of the problem that you can't get you into can't the houses get into a house because money. You, because you aren't making income, money and don't income. you need as someone who was working for myself when i got into my house do, you you need some you need to be showing that you have proven income right. coming in for right. at least two years before yeah. anybody is going to give you a loan right so don't you need to start that first? Yeah. Don't you need to be figuring this stuff out first? So that's the part that bothers me. And I guess I'm wondering why Janelle is co-signing him looking at these places. I understand the fan. I understand that Janelle's coming at it from this place of let's see what's available. Let's see how much money it is. Let's start thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. But I was just surprised that she isn't the one going, well, let's, let's go focus. look at businesses. Yeah. Let's go figure out what makes sense. Let's put together a business plan. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think she did. Like she said, she's like, I got to get out of this house. I think she just wanted to leave. <laughs> get away from all this. She left Logan to babysit. Yeah. Anyway, so we're at Friday morning and this is the hanging the TV drama. Well, even before that, um, Logan is making breakfast for everyone. Oh, that's right. What was he making? Oatmeal. Oatmeal? Yeah. Yeah. He's making breakfast while Janelle's on her computer. Um, but yeah, so then... The t- hanging the TV becomes <laughs> a big thing. I'm like, <laughs> really? We got to follow all this? Hours Is this a big thing? Long ordeal. Yeah. So Janelle wants Cody to hang this, you know, flat screen TV on the wall, and he can't find the right bolts or screws or whatever he needs. So he goes to Christine's house, and uh, 
comes in, starts rifling through her toolbox Mm -hmm. looking for this and then while he's there robin comes in yeah why was she there at first i thought he went to her house and i'm like why is she here well robin and christine live just down the street from each Mm. other so i don't know she came over for something and she looked very surprised to see cody there um so then yeah he can't find it and then i think he goes to a hardware store and then when he comes back to janelle's Lo and behold, the bolts were yes. like sitting right there on the floor. <laughs> and Savannah, again, little Savannah, she's playing with a power tool on the couch. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, so, yeah, but they they laugh about uh. it. And he, you know, this is one situation where he is laughing and making fun of himself and stuff. You know, that's kind of the old Cody. You know, the more recent Cody, he would have been like on a tear. He would have mm. been all pissed off and, and you know yeah not happy about it so yes so now it's friday so friday morning becomes friday so this is christine's night so and then christine said something like she feels like cody has aged 10 years but the other women don't feel that way <laughs> she says well maybe because he's always scowling at me yes <laughs> and then she says let's see but mary says Mary's mad at Christine. She feels like Christine can do better. So Mary's putting a lot of the blame on Christine. Yeah. Christine says that the relationship used to be really easy, that she, that they have a lot of conflicts now. She has a lot of conflicts inside of herself. Doesn't feel, she doesn't feel special anymore. Yeah. But what did, do you remember what Mary said? Like she just felt like she said she was, she doesn't see her doing enough to make things better and that you have to, you know make things better with cody like it's it's almost like well if you just try harder you know and it's like well it's not that simple because it's a relationship Mm -hmm. it's cody has to to try and change and whatever too it's not like christine just tries harder to do what well i mean though i will say that there are i mean you know, I do. One person can change a relationship. It is like a thermostat. You one person can change a dynamic. And when one person does change a dynamic, it does force the other person to change. Mm-hmm. It does force them. So if Christine did change, it would change the other person and change how they respond to you. I'm not saying it's not. Is it fair? No. Is it right? No. But you can it can do that for sure. I think that, um, I don't think it's necessarily fair. And I think it's part of what this religion and the way this system is pretty sexist is that it does always put everything on the woman, but I am, but I do believe that one person can change the dynamic. If you have a, if you have a crappy boss, yeah, it is on you to change how you relate to that boss. Well, but then she, you can see in this episode, she is trying to, you know, maybe Robin gave her some tips or something about, you know, like how to be nicer to Cody. Mm -hmm. So like she's in the kitchen and, um, he says, can I just go watch TV? And she's like, oh, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. And he's like, you mean you don't have a chore for me? And she's mm-hmm. like, no. And he's like, oh, thank God. You know, I mean, he was kind of rude to her. Mm-hmm. And then he was kind of and you could tell throughout that whole thing. She was trying. She yeah. was really trying to be nice to him and be just, you know, yeah. fun, Christine. And and he kind of like every time she would try to do that, he would. So, I don't know, say something rude or not. Like, 
So what are you supposed to do? Like if, he, well, if but, he's not being receptive to, if but the thing is, that's the part that's really, really hard is it might take, I mean, people don't change overnight. Yeah. Right. So it might be much like a sullen teenager. It might be a lot of that. Yeah. And then they go cut back to, you know, Christine saying when Robin came into the family, Christine and Cody's relationship changed completely. And she says, I don't feel special anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, there was another weird scene that was very random that was before this where they're all they're all together on the couch and Christine makes Cody promise that he will give them present and focused attention if they all live together again. Yeah. And that he, was weird. She's like, do you promise? And he's like, yeah, he, he looked really pissed off about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That. that was weird. It was very awkward because she's just she is desperate. She is crying out for help she's desperate she's saying you know you don't give me any love or attention Mm -hmm. and you know i feel terrible and everyone's just kind of like oh christine you just have to try harder you know Mm -hmm. nobody understands like nobody understands what she's going through she's sad yeah well there's a big family dinner at christine's that night and did you catch to see that cody was napping Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. While, while Christine is in the kitchen chopping up vegetables or whatever, he's napping. But even before that, there was like a fight about a turtle in the kitchen with Aspen. and Oh, yeah. McKelty. What was that between Why was there a turtle, and turtle in the kitchen? It was like on the stove. Like, were they going <laughs> to? I don't know. They took it out of a bowl or a pot or something on the stove. I it don't was very know. very strange. I don't know. I didn't even know that was a turtle. I thought they were fighting about... I thought it was some kind of animal, but I think I was writing notes and I Mm. looked away or something and it was gone. Anyway, very odd. Very, very odd. But yeah, so again, they're having this big family dinner (laughs) at Christine's house on her night, taking up all of her time. That's true. And this time she has to cook. It's true. I wonder how they pick these nights. That is a good question. How do they pick these nights? So why is it her night and not... You know, that's a good question because technically Saturday night would be Robin's night, mm-hmm. right? And I wonder, and it's Robin's reveal, so why aren't they doing this on Robin's night? They can't wait one more day? Yeah, I guess not. But um, also... Robin's like, I've been practicing some new moves, right. so I, I've been, we can't do it on my night. I've been watching porn, <laughs> <laughs> like picked up some tricks. Yes. But then they show, so the boys, like Hunter and um, Peyton, yeah. Peyton are out in the pool. And then Cody picks up Garrison, who's fully clothed, mm-hmm. picks up Garrison and throws him in the pool. Yeah. Which I thought was like, that doesn't seem very nice. But then the boys all yeah. gang up on him and throw him in the pool. And yep. I was like, good. <laughs> God. I'm a jerk. And then... And again, and then later Friday evening, they all have to go to Robin's house to watch that damn thing anyway. anyway. So why don't you do it at Robin's house late at night? It's like, you should have done it at Robin's Saturday night anyway. So anyone, everyone has to watch the sonogram and uh, da, da, da. Oh and God, then, that looks you know, real boring. Yeah, it was. Everybody <laughs> was just kind of like, whatever. And then we find out it's a boy. So, of course, all the girl, all the boys were excited. Dayton was very excited. I'm happy mm-hmm. for Dayton. And all the girls were like, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, the girls didn't, they didn't really care. Especially, and the teen girls, they really didn't care about They were just this. like, please don't make me care I know, for this job. Like, oh. Well, listen, at least Robin won't let anyone watch her kids. So, I mean, you know, yeah, hey, the teen Aspen's girls were probably, yeah, Aspen yeah. and Maddie and 
all of the teen girls that make have to watch all the kids all the time are kind of like, hey, thank God. One less kid I got to watch. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. And that's it. That's the four lives <laughs> of Cody Brown. It's a very, very complicated thing. Yeah. You know, I wonder how they, you know, this night by night thing, it seems so. I mean, I'm sure they've tried different iterations over the years. I wonder mm-hmm. if they've ever tried the two nights at a time, you know. Maybe yeah. that's better. Maybe that would be a little bit better. Or right. Something because like you have that. time to like settle in a little bit. But that's the thing. It's like, it's really just the nights. Like they're not seeing him, even though it's like their day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't come, he's out and about doing whatever mm-hmm. during he's not, he, he leaves in the morning. Yeah. And where he's going, I don't know. So it's not like they have a whole day. And a whole night with him. Well, but technically, since he is not working right now, he should have a whole day. The thing is, is that the kids, I mean, he's not having the whole day with the kids. The kids are, the kids are in school. So, I mean, what is it? They didn't, we didn't get to see a weekend. Like, what does a Saturday look like? What does Mm -hmm. a Sunday look like? Are, Are all the kids together on a Saturday and Sunday? Is the whole family together? Is that what a typical weekend looks like for the whole family? And... I mean, obviously, Tuesday, he has that sonogram, but, you know, Wednesday... We had the meeting with the lawyer. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the Wednesday. So, Thursday, like, what are you doing all day Thursday? Where, if you're leaving... Yeah. If on Thursday, you're leaving Mary's and she's off, then where... If Mary, where are you all day? Yeah, it's a good question. So, if, if Mary's leaving in the morning first thing or something then where are you from you know 10 o'clock in the morning till yeah dinner time with janelle good question robins probably probably yeah probably that's a good question so what are you doing yeah running errands i mean what all but you know yeah it's a that very good question what are you doing yeah and so like oh i just thought of this did you okay when he went to robin's he opened, so Robin's minivan is parked. It's like a two-car garage, but the garage door was closed, and Robin's minivan is in the driveway. He opens the um, garage door, drives the Lexus in, mm-hmm. and then puts the door, you know, down behind him. Mm-hmm. I bet you he does that because Robin lives down the street from Christine. He doesn't mm. want Christine to see that he's over there all the time. Probably. So he parks in the garage and I'm hides sure his he car. Does. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Well, wasn't that the rumor, right? Wasn't that part of this rumor that when when they finally were in the cul-de-sac, that that's mm-hmm. where Cody was most of the time? Was that Robin's house? Oh, yeah. I can believe that. Well, what's your gossip? Well, okay. Let me pull this up here. So... It was a couple of things from um, Gwen's um, YouTube. Sorry, I'm having trouble here getting to where I should go. That's not the right place. Okay, saved. Let's see if I can find this. Oh, okay. So... She was talking about how, so you know when um, Christine had the miscarriage? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was this miscarriage or if she had another miscarriage, but she was discussing how um, Cody and Christine buried a miscarried baby boy in oh their backyard God. under a bunch of rocks. 
And she asked her dad, like, why are you putting all these rocks there? And he's like, so the dog can't get to it and tear it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then she said that. Um, well, this is I think I don't know if this came from Gwen or from the person who posted this. Is they said that in their church they have this belief about spirit babies. Mm-hmm. So like if you miscarry, it's because that spirit wasn't meant for you, and that the spirit of that baby will will come back into one of your kids' babies. So like Aspen or mm. Gwen or whoever, and um, she kind of joked. Gwen joked that well maybe it's meant for. For Aspen, and then she's like, but I don't, she said something about, I don't think she wants a baby, but maybe I'll take it. Because mm. um, she says, um, why would Aspen want to have uh, kids after raising all of us? Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, and then she says, maybe I'll take it. Hmm. Kind of joking. So that's weird. Yeah, and I also wonder too, like, did she miss Carrie in the hospital? Or because you know they were all home births. I think she was the only one who yeah she delivered truly in the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's what, what they do when they have their babies at home and they miss Carrie. Or that is really bizarre. Stillborn or something. Because don't you have to report that? You can't just bury a child in your backyard, can you? Well, I don't know. I don't that's, think you can do that. That's. I could be wrong, but. I don't think you can by law. Well, it's not a person. I mean, you have to be, I mean, if it's, it's mm. not like if your child, you know, a, a actual born mm-hmm. baby that lived outside of the mother or a child died mm. and you didn't report it. Like, I think that would obviously is suspicious, but I mean, if you just have a miscarriage, mm. Mm. But the, but but wait a minute. If the, she she's saying it was a boy. Maybe they just. T- how can you tell the sex? Yeah. Of a if it was like an early miscarriage. I don't know. It it all sounds kind of oh, gruesome. Oh God! How aura horrible. It sounds kind of gruesome. It is. Um. What else? There was something else that Gwen said. I don't know. Maybe that was it. I don't know. There's there's a lot of um, a lot of posts, you know, just talking about how crazy this AUB church is. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, just because the Browns are sort of the face of this AUB and they seem to look normal. Mm-hmm. It's not normal. Yeah. You know, like they're very involved with, um, you know, they have ties to white supremacy and guns and, you know, their whole kind of end of the world arming yourself and having a food pantry and whatever, like, you know, because the government's going to, you know, very Waco, like, you know, Um, they're a strange, uh, (laughs) strange group. Yes. Yeah. It's not like just these regular people. Just we just like to have sister wives and we just like this lifestyle. Like if, you're actually in that church and that these are the things that they're espousing. Hmm. No, it's not so innocent. Yeah. Oy vey. Okay. Well, on that <laughs> well, note, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. 
<laughs> sorry to sorry to sorry to bum you out to bring but, us you know, down after here we go after uh yes. such a great episode <laughs> yeah i saw something on tiktok where someone was but it 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 someone was talking about a, apparently a, a cousin of robin's posted and said that you know robin's children which we all know are very controlled mm-hmm. by robin um and that i don't know I, I i gotta go find the post but that yeah every time that every time that the that the kids got on the phone with the father uh-huh. that they were very much coached oh, by she's robin like whispering in yeah what, did you see that what, post? yeah yeah telling them what to say telling them what to say what to do how to do it i just I really wish that ex-husband would come out and explain and tell us a little bit about like, what are you thinking? And are you, how could you have just given up your rights like this so easily if you really? Well, I saw a post that someone had made a GoFundMe account for him because apparently he is very sick. He has cancer or something. And they were doing a GoFundMe to raise money for him. And there was a picture on the GoFundMe page of him and he has a new wife, and they have children um, together, like three or four kids. And so he really just does not want to be mm. part of this yeah. at all. And, um, you know, I want to know, like, what what did he do that was, you know, she talked about how she had just this awful, terrible marriage. And it's like, but yet no there's nothing that's come out where there's like, Oh, you, you know, to indicate any wrongdoing, there's no restraining orders. You know, that stuff would have come out. Mm-hmm. Like if there was some yeah evidence of something, cause she, I think she even uses the word abusive mm-hmm. sometimes in describing it. Yeah. So I don't know that she's nutty. This is the same woman who, Oh, God, I don't know what season it is when we get to this, her purity speech. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that speech was so... Where in front of her son, this is the son that was the result of her losing her virginity. And then she went on to marry his father and have two more kids. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about how it was the biggest mistake of her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, lady. Yeah. Do you have... Read the room. Yeah. think about does this it even minute. cross your mind that your yeah. child is gonna how they're gonna interpret this yeah. i mean Jesus. that's what i'm talking about like she thinks so she's dumb. some in-depth deep thinking you know empathetic person who really is so you know Understands my god i'm people. so understanding and i'm so this and that it's like no you're not you're you are you're not you, you think you have such deep emotional intelligence but you don't no you don't. You think you do. You're the worst. You think you have it, but you're not. Yeah. You're none. Zip zero. Yeah. Now she's a ding dong. Yeah. All right. We'll end there. All right. So <laughs> if you like this podcast, uh, please subscribe so you get it in your, um, you know, in your feed uh, every single week. We have episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays are Sister Wives um, episodes. And Thursday uh, is a documentary. This um, Thursday is, mm, what is it? It's Menendez and Menudo Boys Betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then um, please, if you like the podcast, please give us a review, five-star review, and leave us some kind words. We are on social media at um, Psych Legal Pop on um, both Instagram and TikTok. And um, is there anything else? Yeah, I don't think that's, that's it. it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. 